Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hey, this is Courtney, and thanks for joining us today. As we begin our prayer and reading, let's start off by taking a moment to pause, be still, and be aware of God's presence. Let's take a moment to share with the Lord where we're at, what we're thinking and feeling, as well as thank Him for all that He's done, is doing, and will do. prayer for peace. O God, the author of peace and lover of unity, to know you as eternal life and to serve you as perfect freedom. Defend us, your humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries. Through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, as I read your words in scripture, I ask, Holy Spirit, that you lead me and give me understanding. Lord, I ask that you would draw near and meet with me and lead me in your kingdom today. Luke 22, verses 14 through 34. And when the hour came, he reclined at table and the apostles with him. And he said to them, I have earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I tell you that from now on I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise the cup after they had eaten, saying, This cup that is poured out for you is a new covenant in my blood. But behold, the hand of him who betrays me is with me on the table. For the Son of Man goes as it is de- has been determined, but woe to that man by whom he is betrayed. And they began to question one another, which of them it could be who was going to do this. A dispute also arose among them as to which of them has to be regarded as the greatest. And he said to them, The kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and those in authority over them are called benefactors. But not so with you. Rather, let the greatest among you become as the youngest, and the leader as one who serves. For who is the greater, one who reclines at table or one who serves? Is it not the one who reclines at table? But I am among you as one who serves. You are those who have stayed with me in my trials, and I assign to you, as my Father assigned to me, a kingdom, that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Simon, Simon, behold, Satan to have you, that he might sift you like wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned again, strengthen your brothers. Peter said to him, 
Lord, I'm ready to go with you both to prison and to death. Jesus said, I tell you, Peter, the rooster will not crow this day until you deny three times that you know me. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As I reflect on the scripture, what really stuck out to me was when Jesus um, said that he had been praying for Peter. So in verses 31 and 32, it says, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan demanded to have you, which in the footnote, it says you is plural here. So meaning all the disciples that he might sift you like wheat, but I have prayed for you. It goes to singular. So you, Peter, that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned again, strengthen your brothers. And Jesus is saying this, knowing that Peter's going to deny him three times. And as we know in scripture, that does happen. But here we see Jesus's commitment to Peter, Jesus's love for Peter, that Jesus knows what his future is going to be. So he's going to be suffering and then eventually um, on a cross, yet he still has Peter in mind. He loves Peter that much um, that, of course, he's willing to die for him. But also here he's praying for him as he knows he's going to suffer. This is also a really great picture of Jesus being an intercessor, Jesus being the mediator for us, that the only reason we do have eternal life is because Jesus died on a cross for us. And we know now Peter goes on to be one of the most prominent apostles um, in the scriptures. But as we see here, he denied Jesus three times you can see Jesus's intercession in Peter's life throughout Peter's story. The only reason Peter was able to go on and work for Christ is because of Jesus's act on the cross out of amazing love and the forgiveness that it brought for his believers. I think in my faith journey, I had a really difficult time Um, thinking about Jesus as intercessor, I felt like, um, okay, I just need to be perfect. And of course, uh, that's impossible, unfortunately. (laughs) And um, every time I wasn't perfect or I fell, I just would have, you know, amazing regret. And I just felt like, how can I be forgiven? But thankfully, The Lord has changed my heart towards that. And um, I I understand Jesus as intercessor much better now. But I just remember those times feeling like, how am I going to fix this? How am I going to do this? And when I fully came to know Christ as intercessor, um, it just felt like a weight was lifted off of me. And I was strengthened. And I was able to repent and understand that I am going to make mistakes. But what Jesus did for me on the cross, um, the love he showed for me and the forgiveness he has given to me will outweigh that every time. So the question for today is, what does it mean to know Jesus as an intercessor?
Lord, thank you for giving us scripture. Um, thank you, Holy Spirit, for allowing us to understand its intricacies and see how it all fits together and applies to us. Um, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you allow us to live out what we what we learn in scripture and apply it to um, all aspects of our lives. I pray that you impart wisdom on us to understand Jesus as our intercessor, to understand um, how committed Jesus is to us, how committed Jesus is to loving us. Um, yeah, I just pray that you make that clear in our lives, um, Lord. I pray as we go through this scripture that you humble our hearts, um, that we have messed up just as many times, if not more, as Peter. And um, I pray that you give us a spirit of repentance and you allow us to truly understand and accept um, your amazing forgiveness for us through our lives and by our prayers, may your kingdom come.